Sorry, what? I accidentally took out my earphones after I asked you that question, so I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said I asked you if uh, if we should if I should like have a nice setup, and you were like, "Oh no, we're just recording the Zoom audio. It's it's fine." And you're like in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Time to sit down and interview what some people in the entertainment business do. So sit back and relax, and you will see there's so many talented people on understudy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How are Hi. you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm surviving. That doesn't sound that great. <laughs> it could be a lot worse, you know. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm keeping busy. Um, I'm doing an audiobook at the moment, which is a lot of fun, but it's also very um very difficult with editing. So How do you is... mean an audiobook? Like so you're the speaker of yeah, I'm narrating an audiobook for somebody right. for Audible. But, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it's not as uh, glamorous as it sounds, though. There's a lot no, of... Uh, I, I suppose it's it's a lot of work and probably yeah. you're doing it by yourself at home. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I, and this that's... is my first time, so I'm not really... Um, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Like, I mean, the recording is fine. That's, you know, acting work is perfect. It's just... It's just the editing part, you know. If you if you record yeah. for an hour, you're probably doing three three hours, um, three hours recording, uh, editing. So it is a bit of a nightmare, but it is. It's it's already a nightmare for uh for a three minute song. So I can imagine that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, editing I'm not... from scratch and and not being like super experienced. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you like edit everything? Do you edit your own songs? Uh, no, but when I record my vocals, I like to cut them and um, like set everything in the right position and um, things like that. Even even the recording is like uh, sometimes uh, not complicated. It's not complicated, but you have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly you, if you want to record the song um the full song in in one take it's fine but if you want to add um like the hook uh the verse everything and then ad libs harmonies uh second voice a third voice um mm. that kind of gets i mean you get used to it after you've made your mistakes yeah 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 so after you've made your mistakes you're like ah okay this saves me like five hours of my life yeah good yeah. to know <laughs> yeah i think if i do another book i'll be so much more comfortable and i went into yeah. the deep end because this book is, is quite a big novel it's like 300 pages you know so maybe the Ooh. next time i do one i'll do maybe a smaller book <laughs> um, we'll make it. I think it'll be a lot quicker to turn around. 
Anyway, oh. I have to, we're, we're already talking, but I have to introduce you. So for anyone listening, or for everyone listening, this is the wonderful Vivara. Vivara is a singer. She's an actress. And what else are you, Vivara? I'm a singer. I'm an actress. Um, hopefully a producer. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, a producer of, of movies, of music, of... Of movies, of movies. Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joining the club, yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm looking for a job. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like actor. my actor friends are very friendly to me since... Oh, yeah, you're going to get a <laughs> lot of, you know, you're going to get a lot of flowers, a lot of, hey, would you like to go for a drink on me, you know, CVs randomly. Oh, I just left that here. So you can keep it if you want. Can't wait. I can wait. Yeah. No, I'm, I think that's it. That's not it. You're also a wonderful human being. Mm. You're also, where you're from Serbia, Vivara. Am I right? I'm from Serbia. I was born in Serbia and I came to Austria with my mom when I was seven. Okay. Because she started to um, <clears throat> study uh composing oh okay how's it called like yeah, like composing. conducting music and making music yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow uh, so we moved to austria and now i'm here she's in la <laughs> ah nice <laughs> yeah uh so yeah that's how everything works does out. she does she live in la or is she working in la uh she's currently working in LA but probably moving right um, Wait, do you think you're gonna follow her or do you think you're gonna um I was hoping to go there this year uh because oh um my last short film my newest short film actually it's not out yet uh Orion has been selected at the Golden Door Film Festival in New Jersey Right. So, because currently you can't uh, enter the U.S. from uh, from Europe, right? Uh, but if there is a possibility to to attend the festival, I would also like to go to my mom, visit L.A., and see what what she's doing. What is she doing in L.A.? Uh, she's a film composer. Wow, okay. Is that where you got the background in music or in, in, in movies or both? Um, it's not just her. I My whole family are musicians. Okay. Um, so I was born into it. Um, but she was composing songs for me to perform on, on stages when I was three years old already. Right. Um, at like children festivals uh, in Serbia. So it was just part of my life from from when I was little. Yeah. And then I started um, singing and acting at the opera in in Austria, at mm -hmm. the opera house. Uh, so it was because I was visiting like um, Carmen with her and i wanted to do i wanted to sing in it and <laughs> she knew someone and was like okay you can go to this audition and we'll see if they take you and um 
probably things would have gone um diff would have evolved differently if she wasn't someone who makes music um but what well, you do you think that you would do something else if you hadn't got that influence no yeah <laughs> i don't think you would either. <laughs> It was just very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, yeah, you got a bit of a a faster track to it. But, yeah, so yeah. Would that do you do you think in a kind of philosophical philosophical question? Do you think that you're born to do things, or that you know you're influenced to do things by your family, by your environment? Because you had you had um, you had. A musical background your whole family was in it and you said it's in your blood but for me I didn't have my family involved in in acting actually none of my family were involved in acting um or even kind of supported it but I still wanted to do it so I'm wondering do you think it's something that we're born with or do you think it's something that just comes to us through influence um I think we're definitely born to do something but I also think uh, that things like that can change through influence as, for example, um, you've just said your family wasn't, uh, didn't have an acting background or didn't even support it. But somehow you got into acting through another kind of influence. Yeah, well, I, I should I should say like you weren't so like my mother was quite supportive, supportive and. You know, if I wanted to do acting classes, she would she would help me do that. But but yeah, as I got older, you know, it wasn't something that they thought I would pursue. You know, all right. So I'm all not right. saying that they weren't totally supportive, but they weren't understanding. They didn't get it. You know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, but do do you think we're born to do our thing or? Ooh. I don't know. You know, I could say. You know, it's a, it's a quite a spiritual question, isn't it? It's it is. Really, do you believe in God? You know, or do you believe in destiny? Yeah, it's like um, it's like. Do you believe in in uh, not faith? Not um. How's it called? Um. If something's like meant to be. Yeah. What's the word. Um. Faith, I suppose. Destiny. Oh, yeah. Destiny. Faith. Destiny. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm I'm quite a religious person. I'm a spiritual person, but dest I believe that we we have a certain destiny, but I believe we 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 our choices and our decisions make it. You know, I do yeah. believe you're in control of your own destiny. Um, so I don't know. I I I'm I'm not sure because I think that you can't do the professions in in uh, as an artist. You can't have a in any type of art, whether you're a dancer, a painter, you know, a writer, an actor, a singer, I don't think you can pursue it um, unless you didn't have this uncontrollable love for it because it's, it's not a good career. Need yeah, it's an addiction almost, it. you know? Yeah, because it is. it's not, it's Absolutely. not, and I'm not trying to disparage the career because, you know, I'm, I, I'm not like, um, bitter or anything i love what i do but but it, it's very difficult 
uh, for for ninety percent of artists, maybe ninety five percent of artists, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to survive, to have a career, to have, you know, to enjoy your life outside of it because you know you don't have money, you don't have this. So, in that sense, yeah, I don't know why we do it unless we were born to do it, unless we have this uncontrollable desire to do it. But I don't know because I know a lot of people want to do it and you know they do it for the wrong reasons they want to be famous or they want to exactly. um, like do you want to be a star because if if you if you if you're just doing it for the fame and like being popular um that won't make you happy yeah and that like how high are the chances that you're getting yeah, there you have to be incredibly lucky but also i think it breaks uh, it breaks people down you can see who wants to be And I believe it's society, you know, the people that want to, you know, be mm -hmm. Batman. I know, I know a guy that wanted to be Batman. He wanted to play Batman. And that's all he really wanted to do in acting. You know, that's <laughs> all he really got into acting. But that's, there you go, that's a societal thing. That's, um, you know, an outward influence on him. He's seen this movie and wanted to be this person and joined yeah. acting. But but I think he he wasn't up to the discipline that comes with it. And I don't think yeah exactly you you just need the discipline and you you won't have the discipline if you do it for uh if you don't do it out of love yeah I agree yeah so when you started when you were three singing were you did you sing before you started acting yeah yeah I was singing um I was well That's a very difficult question because um uh how to explain it. All right. So my first um job on stage singing was in Carmen then in the opera. Okay. Um and every time when you're on stage like in theater, in opera, uh musical whatever, uh, you're always acting as well right yeah so that was the first time when i was singing and acting i was eight years old i guess um and i didn't think about the acting part because it was always it was always there it was natural kind of yeah especially uh, when you're younger it's so yeah, much easier exactly. right yeah. exactly you just it's just you just do it that's it <laughs> yeah you, it's just you part play of the pretend job. anyway yeah you play pretend yeah anyway. exactly um so i didn't even realize i was acting until i was 16 wow you didn't get that um, on the check yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i don't know i just thought of acting as something other people do but i'm already It, it maybe sound weird, sounds weird, but um, I thought of all right, all right. I already have this singing talent, so uh, that's my thing. Yeah. Uh, other people have the acting talent; that's their thing. And um, we were having acting classes and uh, um, an education throughout the process. So it's really weird that I was always seeing singing and acting together and not like separate things that you do. 
Um, but yeah, at the age of 16, we, um, I was more involved into theater. And then someone dropped at me, um, a teacher, I think, uh, an acting teacher uh, said, yeah, you, you should consider acting. And I was like, wait a second, why? Why, why should I do acting? Mm. And that kind of planted the seed. Right. Yeah. And then I thought a little bit more about it and started doing more theater without singing, <laughs> non-musical stuff. And I realized um, the difference when you make uh, when you act without, like, yeah, without the music part. Um, what, is, what is the difference? <laughs> Imagine the difficult ones here. What's the difference? I can't explain it. It's just when you're, if you develop a character and you have songs who um, add a lot to the character. Okay, yeah. You don't have to dig that deep. Right. I feel like um, you don't have to, it's like, if you sing a song of a character, you already have 60% of the job done because... Because they're sharing their heart usually in song, right? It's it's usually expressing themselves in such a clear way. Yeah, but not only on the input. Um, it's also the, the musical part. The music part is is deeply emotional. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in other words, you can know when you're angry because the music is angry. You know when you're upset because exactly. the music, I say, yeah. That's actually a really exactly. good point. I mean, that would be a nice kind of exercise to do in a normal place to, you know, if you're doing a monologue, score it, add some music to it and see yeah. the rhythm of, of, of the song. Because I do, I, I think there's, when I'm doing play, when I'm doing, the, the, doing theatre, I, I do look for rhythm. What's the rhythm of the play? What's mm -hmm. the what's the and, and I know a lot of people that do they focus on rhythm quite a bit. You know, if you can get the rhythm of a play, if it, is it kind of like a jazzy? Is it you know more it is? I also like to um I started doing that a while ago, um, to have playlists for characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that I know what the character feels because when you listen to songs, um they make you feel like yeah. something or feel something different um and you know me a little bit and you know that i'm always a funny person and <laughs> always um always in a good mood so um i started well i started making playlists when i realized okay i have so much fun on set on a film set yeah. That sometimes I just need to, I need a little bit help to leave my myself 
yeah. and the fun part and to yeah. get back into the role. So if that doesn't work out, if, if I'm, if I'm having so much fun, I always know, okay, yeah, I can listen to three, four songs and I'm back into the character. I know what's, yeah, what's I, the essence. I actually do the same thing when I'm getting into a character, especially for a specific scene. If I feel like, um, I feel that music is a great way to plug in, you know, um, yeah, it's a good way to move you while you're doing your other work, you know, while you're, you know, getting the images, the memories, the what happened before it. I think music really grounds you. So, and it's a very quick way of grounding you. Um, so exactly. I, I've done it a good few times, especially if I was doing like a scene study in school, in the acting school. Like before I go on, put my music in, you know, yeah. get get into that kind of rhythm. I also, you know, buy buy my clothes in character or my costume. What? Yeah, if you get into character and go shopping in character, what does your character wear? I find that very interesting. That's a good idea. Yeah. You you That's yeah, a it's great very idea. it's very interesting to see what you find, you know, how they shop. Because for me, yeah, do they you know, try it on? Do, do they, they just try it on? Eddie, like with me, I'm I'm like I just want to go in, get what I need and leave. I hate being in, in malls. I hate being in closed sections with people around me, you know, <laughs> like rubbing off you or like trying to get into what you're looking at. You know, it, it's just, I just want to get this, try it on, grab it works and yeah. go. But some people are more calculated are more anxious. And a lot of people that have, you know, an anxious character will look at it a couple of times before buying it. So I, I find that very interesting. Or maybe your character will feel more confident when trying it on or less confident. That's, yeah. I yeah. have to do that. Yeah, try that it. Sounds like, that sounds like incredible fun. <laughs> yeah, we have we had this thing in Stella where we, we call it living in the space. And basically, you know, before you do a, a play or a scene or whatever, you would you would do, you'd get the set of where it was before the scene takes place. So let's say you're doing a streetcar named Desire. You you'd have the the apartment, right? And before whatever happens in the scene, you enter the scene. So what you do is you'd live in that space for a while. So you'd create this the, the set for yourself, and you would do five actions in that space. Go and open a beer, whatever your character would do while living. And once mm. you've lived in that space and you're you're used to the environment. It's a lot less yeah. structured when you're actually doing it because you feel it's at more home. natural. Yeah. It feels, so yeah. I, I try and do that with a lot of things, not just with living in the space, but living in the character's clothes or living in the mindset of the character, you know? So the shopping is, is a good one. Music is a good one too. I, I really enjoy that. I, I want to go shopping right now. <laughs> <laughs> next, your next character, go shopping and let me know how you do. Next character. Yeah. So very interesting. When when did you start acting? When did you start going? I want to act now. Um, like for real, it was after my first commercial. I was eighteen, right? And that was my first time on a film set, and it was completely new because i was i was used to the scene and the stage and everything and costumes and makeup and acting and lights everything uh but film was something really new and 
I kind of loved the, <laughs> I kind of loved the part that at commercials that almost everything's fake and the way how you fake it, like not the acting, but the scenery. Yeah, yeah, it's quite big. Yeah, it's quite yeah. big and and it's magical because it's a different kind of illusion. Right. And that's 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 a thing that you mostly can't do on a stage. Yeah. Uh a stage is also an illusion, but at with the camera you have much more options. Right. And that was the thing that fascinated me at first, uh, but also the possibility to act in a much natural way, because yeah. you don't have you don't have uh, an audience where the last person sitting at the background has to be fully aware aware of your character. Right. So you're not but, you're not getting your voice to the back of the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you okay. can. You can sit much more naturally with with the emotion. That's what I liked and what made me stick and focus much more on film. Right. So so you're much more you you, you think you want to do a lot more film than theater. At the moment, yes. Okay. But also because I was doing a lot of stage stuff. Yeah. I was I was doing my homework uh in the rehearsal rooms so mm. yeah it just i just got used to it and needed something new obviously and yeah, yeah. Now i get that um how did you how did you sorry i didn't know that um how did you start acting because as you said it's not your family background i don't you know what i can't remember a time where i didn't want to be an actor Wow! Even my my parents would say like, you you. Any time I've I've been asked, what do you want to do? I want to be an actor. And um, I I remember I used to when I was a kid, when I was about four or five, I used to have this wardrobe that it was just like a, a whole mirror, you know, and a slide across, and that was the wardrobe. And I used to remember like practicing commercials in the mirror, not like acting, so actual commercials. No, I'd be like getting two paced out and, and practicing. So I, I've always wanted to do it. But, you know, I grew up in in uh, the flats in Ireland and the flats were quite um, a big community, but we we're quite, you know, poverty stricken, let's say. But um, a, a, a huge community of lovely people um, loving people. Everyone knew each other, but we played a lot as kids mm -hmm. and I'm. It was a lot of us, a lot of kids come, come together and we'd watch, you know, our favorite TV shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and we'd go yeah. out after it and we'd play Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And I think yeah. this this sort of playing, you know, I'm being Angel and I'm fighting the vampires and bad guys, this sort of playing like we do as kids, it kind of, it never left me in a way, you know, I've always yeah. loved playing. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And, that's... and I think that's what kind of transcended into acting is the is the playing is the and then I, I realized how important it could be, you know, how, how moving this this playing could be. And I've always I've just wanted it. But but I, I was going to study something else. I, I didn't think, you know, when I was a teenager, when I was finishing school, I didn't think it was going to be a, 
something that was plausible. I didn't think it was a natural <laughs> for me. And then um, I did I did a school play. I think it was Annie. I did Annie in the school for for a job just just oh. for fun. And I played, I played like a small character, you know, like extra characters and stuff, uh, funny characters that were just like random. Because um, it wasn't a great singer, you know, I, I don't think I had a song. Um, but I fell back in love and I was like, you know what, if I don't try this, I'll regret it. And I started going to uh, an acting school. It was actually Colin Farrell's brother's acting, had an acting school in Dublin. And uh, I went to okay. there. And I just nice. reignited, reignited my flame for, for acting. And I went to school then. And after school, after acting school, I was very lucky. I, I toured around with a, a Shakespearean company. Um, and we toured doing, you know, I did three years of doing Romeo and The Merchant of Venice and other plays. So that's, yeah, that's, that's what's that. So I don't know why I've wanted to do acting. I think, you know, you do it or I did it because it was a good way to, you know, escape or to, you know, to live my own little world because I don't know. I, I never really had a tough life though. I, I, but it was the area that I lived in was a lot of people had a tough, you know. So I think that's why you you go into your own imagination. You know, it's a lot better there. So I think that's, that's interesting. What... That's an interesting point. Mm. Do you think? I feel like a lot of actors um, are escaping uh their environment i would say yes we didn't get hugged enough yeah yeah um actually one of my uh, teachers um who just passed away her name is joanne linville and she was she was quite i think she's like 97 96 when she passed away and she didn't stop teaching until she was 91 but she used to um she knew marlon brando she used to hang out with marlon and stuff they were quite close and she said um, Marlon used to, you know, she believes why he got into acting was because his mother had problems. And um, he loved his mother so much. He was always trying to, you know, make her laugh to bring her happiness. So he'd put on different characters and, and put on a show for his mother. And he believe, she believes that's what segued him into going down the, the, mm -hmm. the acting world. And I think it's the same for a lot of people. I think, you know, there's there's a part of your ego that needs to be fulfilled and somehow or it needs to be expressed you know because a lot of yeah. actors are quite introverted you know robert de niro is quite an introvert exactly character. yeah so it's like you know it's like your shadow you want you need you need to find a way to express so if it's not in in you know a lot of singers or writers are quite introverted people but they need to have that they need everyone wants to hear you know everyone wants their voice here in one way or another and some people need are louder. Rest. Yeah, they need but to, heard. They need to yeah. be heard. So some people, they need to be heard, write songs. Some people write poetry. Some people listen to people's songs or listen to people's poetry or listen to people's words and agree with them and express them by pretending they are them, which is actually, yeah. um, is, a, is a very simplified answer, I think, to to why we get into what we do because i don't know but I, I think that's my theory is quite you know plausible i think there is a a, a a truth to it yeah and i think then when you when you study a bit more you um you understand the 
the strength it has and the importance it has on mm-hmm. history, you know, on life, how the artists have always challenged. Um, and how they've always existed. Yeah, always existed. And they've always spoken out. You know, and that's why you, you know, if you don't want a democracy, you close down the museums, you close down the theatres, you close any artistic thing because art always challenges society. That's the way it is. Yeah, And it is. comedians, you know, comedians don't get a lot of respect for what they do, but they make fun. And sometimes it offends people, but it offends people because there's a, there's a fight, there's an inner struggle. You know, mm. so a lot of They're comedians will say something yet yeah, really, and you might say in a really not nice way because they want to have that shock laugh. But a lot of them challenge society and what we think is okay. So when when I think when you go on that path is then when you start finding when you go to you know acting school or you're just around older kind of more seasoned veterans in that game, you understand the importance of it. You know, you understand how people going to this audience can be changed, their life can be changed. And that's, that's, you know, when you're like, wow, what I do has meaning. And that makes it even more important to keep pursuing it, you know? It's true. But I feel like this is your podcast and I'm, I'm the guest. Yeah. <laughs> is there a point in your career that you think, like, at what point in your career will you think that you've made it? Oh, that's that's a very philosophical question. Um, I feel like we're very, we're in a very philosophical mood right now. Yeah, we are. Um, <clears throat> and I think it changes because um, we all currently like to think in numbers. Like we're used to through social media and everything. We're used to followers and and views and plays and streams and blah 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 yeah but made it i don't know uh because i think it's hard to define um i feel like i'm starting out um i'm still at the i'm still building my base kind of yeah but i don't think you will ever have the feeling like now you've made it because to have something like that you would have to you would need to have a um a specific goal like um win a grammy or win an oscar or something like that but that's crap (laughs) (laughs) i think you know i think your goal or people are goal orientated like that it will change so once you say your goal is look to hit the top charts and then your next once you do that you go okay now my goal is to get a grammy and then once you get the grammy you're like okay now what next what next yeah yeah what's next right so I don't think that's that's um, healthy. Um, but to feel like you've made it, I don't know. I would just also the the thought that you've made it is like um, okay, but the journey is still going. You're right. not 
yeah you're not stopping so why why say you've made it um, so it's like if you made it, you it. <laughs> yeah 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 don't no. make don't be made and make it i like that i like that yeah no, I, I, I don't want to retire do you want to no, retire no. this is my my views on once you retire you start to die exactly exactly that's, that's it so for me like like i said about joanne limbo joanne limbo was 91 still teaching us i mean that's that's amazing staying young here and yeah. here oh for everyone who's who can see us in the head <laughs> young in the at heart yeah yeah we will only be showing the audio of this because my hair looks a mess um <laughs> <laughs> did you did you i mean for someone that's starting out you're quite um you're doing great things i mean you've you've just released two singles right oh, thank you and, yeah. and they're, they're pretty amazing songs. And your Thank new one, you. Champion. Is it called Champion? Champions, yeah. Champions, okay. Because it is, is it's is it in um German? In, yeah, it's it's no no no, it's it's in English, but um there are parts of the song in Serbian. Serbian, okay, yeah. I actually never say champions, I say championi. Championi, which is yeah. The, which is the Serbian word for champions, uh, but I called it champions because uh, it would be too complicated to yeah. write the Serbian word. And 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 then before that, just a few months before this, right? You, about a month ago, you you released uh, Scars, is it? Yeah, a month ago, exactly in wow. June. So, so you've been you've been really really uh, proactive, which is amazing, and you're doing really yeah. good. I mean, there, there, anyone who hasn't listened, please, please, will. Uh, well, make make sure you listen to Vavara's music, Scars and and, and Champions. Um, they're just they're recently out and they're on Spotify. They're on everything. We'll we'll definitely keep plugging it. Um, but they're really good. And and I mean, it must take a lot of work. And you must be working twenty four seven. I'm I'm glad that I could even get an interview with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first of all, thank you. Second of all, um. I always can make time for you. I mean, come uh, on. We have a nice chat. We have a good flattery, time. Flattery will get you everywhere, Vivara. Okay. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was talking to my mom yesterday and well, not yesterday, tonight at 3 a.m. because she's in America and the time difference and blah, blah, blah. And she asked me like, why are you still up it's it's it must be in the middle of the night uh in austria you're probably working like a horse and i was like <laughs> yeah it feels like five <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's 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 a lot of work especially now it was uh organizing everything and planning everything through the lockdowns through restrictions right. through testings um so you really took advantage of that time that lockdown time to create which is amazing i did <clears throat> i did but to be honest um when the first lockdown came in march i was very relieved i was finally getting time that i needed i also yeah. released a song at the moment the lockdown started like one one week after the lockdown started i released my debut single including the video and everything so oh, yes what what is that called uh locked in love locked in love this is you're in the bath 
Is that the music? Uh, no, no. You have no, your afro. Uh, <laughs> me with an afro, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the elevator. I love your videos. I have to say, I'm I'm really big fan. <laughs> I was I was trying your your uh, dance for champions in the mirror your name, you know. Oh, nice! Oh, I give me a backup. I would love to see a video of you dancing it. <laughs> I would love to see it. You can't pay me enough to show show that. That was great. What you did right now was great. That was already yeah. it. <laughs> just just so you it. listeners know, I absolutely nailed it. Look at her video absolutely. and look at me. Just. It's just like Vivaro with a mustache, you know, or a beard. That's what I look like. Uh, you could replace me in the video already. <laughs> so I'm just going to get like a video of my head on it. And just, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you see the movement. That's that's the yeah. most important. No, I love your videos. The videos are incredible. So like your DOP and all that, you have a great team around you which is great. Thank you. Thank you. I do have a great team. I how, how did you guys, did you guys know each other? How did you guys get connected? Um, well, we met when we were filming a short film called Apart. Okay. Uh, so um, they're also a very young team. Um, while we were shooting, they were uh, still in school and wow. 18, some even 17. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was quite impressive. Uh, we met at like during filming and got to know each other and realized we have the same visions, uh, ambitions, uh, goals, and yeah, kind of the work environment was like it was perfect, right. So we started doing music, music videos together as well. Um, and that's how everything kind of worked out. And I'm mm. so happy to have a team so creative and and yeah. positive uh, surrounding myself. How, how I mean, for maybe for people listening in, the, in that creative field, how hands-on are you in the music video uh step by step i mean like because in your latest video you know you have a couple of different locations a couple of different costume changes and i mean the dop was great because you got the framing exactly right so the transitions were beautiful but how are you involved or do you leave it to your team and and have a like you know say yes and no or how how, how does a singer get involved in in, in music videos well <clears throat> it depends i'd say um but i'm involved from the beginning uh for example for the last two videos uh we we were three of us uh lucas the director jan the dop and i who were creating the ideas uh, developing the um the scenery and everything thinking about locations about everything like the pre-production stuff Okay. So um, we were all involved um, in it from the beginning. Uh, by the by, the time of the shooting, um, I was mostly focused on the the performance and dancing and singing and everything. Um, so 
there's also if when you're also the producer of the music video kind of mm-hmm. um there's so much to think of yeah and also the part of the performance where you're in front of the camera so you can't really be involved in everything or you yeah. will just drop dead <laughs> no i i don't know how you do i mean like even as opposed to you know you're an actor and a singer and you're doing a short film now and you have your music video i can't do that i can only you know set my mind to one thing so yeah i understand that it's it's a big leap trying to do everything so i, I kudos to you well thank you but it's also as um like while shooting a music video for example um it's it's very exhausting mm. Because you do think of everything. You do think of, all right, is this, is this the right way to do it? Uh, how, can, how can we um, add it to the other settings? Mm. Uh, will it fit? Will it be strange? Uh, will the lighting? Um, yeah, everything. You think of everything. Uh, are the costumes clean? How, where did you get the costumes? Was that your idea? Or like how, because they are quite um, different, you know? And they're pretty cool. <laughs> uh, well, um, we were, we found most, most of the costumes at um, Art for Art. That's, oh, is this, is this, does this count as an ad? Because what do you mean? probably... I don't. You can share who you want. I mean, I have no sponsors, so. <laughs> all right, all right. We have about fifteen well, people listening to our, you know. So we're relying on those fifteen to tell the other fifteen friends, and they tell their friends, and then we'll get you. Still, I don't know. Views. I don't know. <laughs> no, well, you're, you're absolutely okay. I, I don't mind. Um, you know, this is what not making about. an ad for the company, but there's um, there's this huge company that uh, provides theaters here in Austria right and opera houses uh, so they have a huge fundus and they already know us from from um the times where we were looking for film costumes right um so that's that's a secret um what is it called not secret weapon um yeah like secret weapon let's just go with secret weapon but no that, that, it, weapon. it is always great you know for for listeners to know because what i want to do is i, I just want to you know dissect the what we do to people that may want to do this or are in the process mm, of doing yeah. it, or, or people who don't know so you know what i've noticed when i was doing you know stage stuff and so it's always good to have good relationships with productions with with costume places with with art people because yeah. You never know when you're going to need stuff. And it's always good making friends, exactly. making favors. So, yeah, I've gotten to know people in costume places. You go back there. Hey, look, I need to rent out some more stuff, you know. So it's always good. Anyone that is interested in doing that. Yeah. Be sure when you're, you know, when you do one production, make sure you do it to the best of your ability and to be most respectful to to yeah. everyone that's involved. Everyone. Because everyone. You never know when you're going to need another help or another favor or something again you know and always be you know willing to help out other people because there's so many times where i've helped out people and you know in return 
they've they've helped me out you know so it's not always just about getting your stuff done you know sometimes you need to hold a boom for someone and that's okay that's not um you know it doesn't make you any less of an artist or less of an actor for doing something that you may not think you want to do and don't disparage that either i'm not i'm not trying to say that holding a boom is a bad job or anything like that i'm just saying maybe that's not something you want to do but sometimes your friends need you so yeah i definitely think it's great you know having relationships with costume departments and stuff it's really really helpful it is it is and as people say the one-to-ones are like most important uh marketing also yeah yeah so you shouldn't underestimate the relationships between persons in real life yeah um how how important is it right now to you really have to do it yourself right when it comes to producing music videos and stuff, how how important is it to be as hands-on as possible when making your own content? Um, sorry, what exactly do you mean? Quite, yeah, that's, that was a bit of a convoluted way of saying it. A lot of times nowadays, you know, you can't rely on a director picking you up and doing your music video for you, right? You kind of have to do everything yourself. So you kind of have to learn to be a producer to be a writer, to be an art art designer for yourself, because you you don't have the team. You know you can't. You, there's a lot of money having an art department, a costume department, you know, a hair department. How 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 is that process for you? How can you juggle all those things? Well, I'm as I said, I'm not completely alone. I do have my core team, um, the director and and the DOP who are involved in the whole process with me. Um, but yeah, it's also, it's like you said um, that you were already playing as a kid and you never lost this ability to play. Mm-hmm. Um, going to a costume funders, uh, searching for um, creative and non-usual costumes that's also something very playful right okay yeah yeah so most of the times it feels like being a kid playing something and bringing it to life so yeah it is it is a lot of it's a lot to do if you're not only focused on one part but it has a much more playful insight mm. yeah that's a great way of looking at it How is there ever been a time you've wanted to quit acting and, and singing <laughs> um actually yeah um but that was well, when I was 17, right. uh, 17 going on 18, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, I was doing a lot of theater and a lot of opera and it, it wasn't what I really wanted to do. Because uh, when I was a child, I always wanted to sing like 
Christina Aguilera, Destiny's Child, uh, stuff like that. Um, or even movies. I was, I was into movies. I wasn't, as a kid at least, I wasn't that much into Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of lost and everyone was pushing me to do Oprah singing. Um, and I tried it out and I liked it and it was fun. Um, and I would have enjoyed it as like my main career, mm. but it didn't feel like me. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I was confused uh, because there were a lot of voices in my environment, school, family, uh, friends, everything, um, who were telling me what to do and what I would be good at. Right. And then I completely stopped uh, and I realized I just needed a break for a mm. year or something to do something completely different um, or to travel or yeah, just be me mm. to get back to um, the feeling uh, of what really makes me me okay. to see what I will what i have to do right if that makes any sense oh yeah you needed to do some soul <laughs> it was a very long and um <clears throat> slow answer <laughs> but it's a hard question um yeah i'm giving you a lot of hard questions today i feel like you're you're capable though i feel like today is a, <laughs> today is a nice calm afternoon of just philosophical questions it lucky, is lucky we're not high because it will go on forever, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like. I feel like we're, you just said that on your podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully my mom's not listening. Um. So, do you have like what was the proudest moment of your career so far, or do you have one? Um, I think it's every time um, a song is finished. Yeah, it must be great having that completion, seeing all that hard work into something. It's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. awesome because at this moment, even if it doesn't matter if you've worked on it for a week or for a year, um, it's just everything comes together and it it's this complete little project but i wouldn't call it project it's um a gift a gift you've given to yourself first of all and um you just can't wait to share it and to make people feel what you're feeling mm. uh, hopefully yeah um so i would say every new finished song is what's your process in writing a song how, how did this song comes about different every time uh, sometimes I can't fall asleep okay. uh, or like these 
seconds uh, where you're where you're about to fall asleep and you're very relaxed and then all of a sudden you get a melody and you're like oh, oh i'm so comfortable i'm cuddled into my blanket <laughs> and it's cold and oh man my phone is far away but it's it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> you can swear it's okay. It's okay. All right, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> wow. So you get up and record it. I'm gonna have to beep you out now. That party. Now. <laughs> um, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Look, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. Um. So, so do you think that? Does the melody come first for you or the lyrics? I think that's actually a song, it's... isn't it? I miss the music. I miss the song. Never mind. That was just never mind. I um it's it's completely different. Well, sometimes it's a melody, sometimes it's it's while cooking or while having a shower or while singing a song you know. And then all of a sudden you start to improvise and don't even realize that's not the song you were singing. That's something completely new. Or last, the last time, um, I always write lyrics, like things that um, are going to, through my mind uh, or that I'm thinking about a lot or questions that I have. Um, I write about these things. And uh, for example, the last time I was going out with my friends and we were at the techno club and techno is like very, it sort of feels like a meditation uh, sometimes. <laughs> if the music is good, Okay. It does. Um, and I started writing a lot when I was at the club. Because um, you think about it a lot and you're, you feel very free. So I just realized there are moments where I just completely zone out and take my phone out and write a full mm. paper of lyrics. Just wow. like that. So... so I would say the most important thing while writing is not thinking too much about it. When right. you're in the free situation where you feel free and don't overthink, don't, yeah, where you can just be with your emotions. Yeah. Okay. So what is champions? What what What's the... Where did the inspiration come to write champions? Because I don't think you're being bad with all that music and like you couldn't be just lying still before writing that, that thing. Uh, actually, I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it at my grandma's house uh, on a piano that's, um, I don't know the English word. Uh, that's not, um, it doesn't sound very well very good like an off tune yeah off tune yeah exactly yeah. it's off tune <clears throat> and the um, the the keys 
the keys thanks <laughs> the keys weren't white anymore it's it's a very old piano the keys are like yellow and brown and gray uh and it's off tune and uh it i love it i like really really love it it has such it has soul <laughs> yeah no i get piano that. has yeah, I get soul that. Yeah, you should put that and in your music video one time. You know the art, the rustic piano. I will. I will. Uh, that's a very good thought. Um, I was at my grandma's house. Uh, it was summer, and it was like one of these summer days where you feel like you have um, vacation, like summer vacation, mm -hmm. but like from school. Right. Um, so you feel like you have nothing to do and you have all the time you want mm -hmm. and I was just sitting on the piano looking at it and playing around and all of a sudden I had this a little bit melancholic melody uh, that that I always combine with my Serbian background because Serbian music at least the old music is very melancholic, very um, written in minor rather than major okay. scales, um, but also very rhythmic. Um, and I wrote it and I wrote English lyrics to it um, and it was very um, slow paced. Mm. Um, and I didn't know what to do with it. It it was a melody that really stuck with me. Um, but it didn't feel right. And I didn't like the lyrics and everything. And then my producer uh, said one day, you should, you should write something in Serbian. And my first thought was, nah, I was never really singing in Serbian I, mm. I don't know it's I don't know it was just something different yeah and then, then I had this song and I came back to it and I was like okay I have to figure something out I really like the melody but I don't know what it's about what what the lyrics should be and then I started to improvise on Serbian and all of the sudden, I had this Mismo Championi. We are the champions. <laughs> Basically, um, what, what this song is, is, it's from Queen. It's we are the champions. But it's in exactly. Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cover. No, it's not. Um, That's a joke, by the way. It's, it's not at all like that. Um, and all of the sudden, the song made sense. It completely made sense to, first of all, uh, have parts of the lyrics in Serbian mm. and also have that melancholic uh, melody, but with that energized beat. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're a champion, that's, that's something great. You have to have energy and power and everything, but it's... It's also combined with pain from coming from the discipline you need, mm. um, the rejection you have, um, and the training. 
Mm. Yeah. And also being a, a champion of life, kind of like not. And the song isn't about athletes or. Yeah. Um, it's more the general um, thought of being a champion in life and going through life as a champion. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Uh, you need to have that, as we said, the discipline, the the energy, the love for it, because otherwise you don't survive. Yeah. And it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling and and stuff, but it's also pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, that's a very beautiful way of of looking at it. You know, it is really beautiful. I'm I'm glad you shared that with me and and what the song is is about. Um, and I, I think it is, I think it's very beautiful because for me, you know, I'm, I love Irish music and I don't know what it is about, you know, your home music, it, the nostalgia, the, it's like blood memory, you know, it, it really does store. Yeah. So I think it's always beautiful listening to, you know, the influence of your, your homeland in your music, where, where you're from, because I think it is a part of your identity that comes out. And I think it, it it makes it a little bit more not more important, but it just this it brings something else into your music. So I think it's beautiful to see. So thank you for sharing your culture with us also, and it is a beautiful song. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah. Um. What do you think then? To get more philosophical, what do you think? <laughs> what What is your definition of an artist? My definition of an artist. Uh... I ask everyone this. It's always interesting to hear their answers. Well, my first thought would be um, the need to express yourself uh, in an artistic or creative manner. Um, but as all of your questions, this is also a very hard one because yeah, difficult you don't have to have the full answer because I know, you know, you can have what you think right now and you can always change it because it is such a loaded question. What is an yeah, artist? If someone asks you, what is an artist? I don't understand that word. What is an artist? Oh, my God. An artist... I think everyone's an artist. Why? In some kind of way. In what way? Um, or maybe not. Uh, I need to think about it a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to answer it. It's a loaded question. It's a hard one. Okay, here, how, how about I try to help? What makes you, Vavara, an artist? Oh, my God. That's that's not much easier. <laughs> because you know what? My, my, my usual follow-up question, I say, what, what, what is the definition of artist? And then I say, what is the responsibility of the, of the artist? But usually when I ask, what is an artist, people give me the responsibility and definition at the same time. You know, an artist is someone who creates and brings life or whatever they say it is um well okay i can what makes me an artist 
basically i would say um the way to express my feelings and to also feel my feelings through art because i i feel like i i have to make an extra step to have access to my emotions okay i don't know why um do you think that's what makes people artists is makes people great is sometimes they need that extra step i don't think so because i feel like most um a lot of artists that i know um are very uh have have a lot of temper sometimes and uh, or i don't i don't know i don't know that's a perfect answer. Have... I don't know is have... an answer. So. All right. All right. Then take that. <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> okay. Do you have an answer for the, what is the responsibility of an artist? Or for someone who creates? <clears throat> uh, to stay true to themselves. Okay. To be as authentic as possible um, in their own way. Mm-hmm. And not like not authentic to a community or to the society or uh, their gender, their age. That's mm. all bullshit. Right. True and authentic to themselves. Okay. Because when you're uh, uh, when you're honest with yourself and to yourself, um, there there's many more people who will relate to this and and also be and also feel heard. Yeah. The more honest you are. Yeah. I like to ask. That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> who, who, <laughs> who inspires you, Vavara? Who are you inspired by? Uh, mostly by other artists. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if if artists in my environment, who I'm working with, who I'm looking at, who I'm listening to, uh, even if it's someone um, like a big artist uh, being at Ellen, having an interview and talking mm. about something. Um, I feel that's very inspiring, but it's just life. It's basically life. Yeah. There's so much that you can draw from, right? I mean, if you take your time to 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 look at it and observe life. Exactly. To listen to people and look beyond the surface yeah i think sometimes we're too busy to look at life or we we, we find ourselves too busy i seen something really beautiful today and i don't know i'm, I'm glad that I, I got the chance to observe it uh, there was a there was an older lady who who i believe was an addict um and she was walking down the street and she picked up a leaf 
and she started counting, you know, the veins on the leaf. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know, if you're busy and you're in a judgmental state, you can look at this person and go, she's probably, you know, crazy or out of her head and she just picked up a leaf and, and found something. But I was like, wow. What an we, essential we, human moment. Yeah, we, we don't find, we find ourselves too busy to pick up a leaf and count the veins. Why? You know, and I thought it was so beautiful that maybe, you know, we should take our time out of our day and pick up the leaf and, and, and count the, the veins on the leaf. Why? Because it's just, it's just focusing in on nature, taking a bit of time out of that space. And I'm like, she's not a crazy one. I am for being too busy to judge or, you know, judging this person and what they do and getting on with life because it's not relevant or it's not helpful to me. You know, I'd walk past this this dead leaf that, you know, has so much history in itself. So I think times like that for me is when I like to take inspiration, you know, and to remind myself that as an artist, you're not supposed to be judgmental, you know, and it's hard not to. But once we judge something, we can't fully explore it, you know. And if you judge someone that has yeah. a different belief than you, you don't fully explore if you if you're a christian and you judge a muslim you know you don't understand the beauty of their culture and their understanding of things and, and vice versa you know so i was very glad that i got to see that today and a lot of people you know people listening might go over their heads you know because it goes uh, i think a lot of times it would go over my head but yeah i think it's nice to just remember that you know to look at look at why people do things like why did that lady, you know, pick up a leaf and look at it? What was in her mind at that specific time? I don't know. You almost made me cry. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. I wish I wish we would pick up the leaves a lot more often. Yeah. Or just stay and watch the in pigeons. the moment. Yeah. It's a beautiful in the thing. Planet in your Yeah. And I would recommend everyone, you know, when you walk down the street, and I do it, so I'm not judging people, but, you know, try walking down the street without listening to music. You know, when you walk down the street, don't do anything else. Don't look at your phone, don't listen to music. Just walk down the street. You know, see the buildings that are hundreds mm -hmm. of years old that was built. Why were they built? Or, you know, the rivers that were made or the pigeons that are, you know, how, how they move. It's a beautiful thing. It's a really beautiful thing to experience nature because there's so much nature can give us. Um, and to take in. Yeah. So that's my little bit of opinion for today. Have you, um, if you, have you ever felt discriminated against um, while working as an artist based on, on your gender or on your beliefs? Uh, uh, not in my beliefs. Uh, I also think not on my gender. Right. Um, but there was Austria is a very, um, I mean, you can't, um, like partialize it is that a word partialize it 
um, a general generalize. You yeah. can't generalize it, but um, for example, the perfect picture of an Austrian family would be uh, people who have blonde hair, for example. And green or blue eyes and light skin. Right. Um, not always, but the typical picture of an Austrian family, for example, is blonde and yeah. Um, yeah, light skin. Uh, so I have dark hair dark eyes um i'm white but <laughs> still my skin is and was a lot darker than of most um kids my age yeah and of most kids who were acting or singing so uh when there were additions for um for productions like Sound of Music, for example. Um, I was the one to get the, um, to be the first, the main, um, I don't know the English word, but when you have um, the same cast like two times. Yeah. Uh, for the same production. Sorry? Yeah, like an understudy. Like you were the replacement for the lead. Is that what you're trying to say? Not the replacement, but um, they use both casts, but they have a preferred one. Yeah. 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 So the preferred ones um, were often not the best talented. Yeah. But the ones who were more fitting to the perfect Austrian picture. I see. Yeah. Uh, so that was not devastating, but it's a little bit, it was sad. Yeah, it leaves, uh, it leaves a Because it shouldn't be the thing that matters. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because slowly and slowly you can see more of that happening. You know, the people that look the best or sell the best not the best in talent are usually what's getting it these days as well not just in in racial stuff but in, in general you know you have a lot more people that are a lot more sellable and therefore they get the parts that you know a more yeah. talented person may may deserve and yeah it's 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 hard i mean there's so much you know debating on these sort of issues isn't it i mean you can you can go well you know the sound of music is about this and we're trying to stick to you know historically how how accurate it would be in terms of looks but then you have other people saying it should be the best gets the part if you're the best for this part i believe you should be in this part you know and it, it's very difficult to to sway people yeah it's it's also, for example, um, especially for this project, um, I wasn't the one on the posters and the videos and trailers and stuff. 
uh, and the press photos, but I was the one playing the most um, shows. The most shows, yeah. Wow. Um, I must have, yeah, so, that might feel really rejected. I was left with nothing to present and with nothing to keep for myself because I, I didn't have any material to... Yeah. Um, and how old were you when this was happening? Uh, nine, ten. That would really leave an impact on a girl that age also, wouldn't it? It did because... Yeah. It left me thinking, all right, for my next audition, um, will I get the part because I'm good at it? Uh, or will I not get it because I don't fit in? Mm. Um, also, I realized that uh, a little bit later, I was much older. Um, and I realized when I was... Um, it was the opposite. I was doing a commercial uh, for a company and they were searching for people um, mainly with a my from with an immigrant background. Yeah. So I was there um, uh, presented more like um, a Turkish person and they were making my makeup very dark wow a lot darker than i am and that was the first time i realized hey the, um things are happening through colors on my face right. and i realized that at theater i was always um um made a lot lighter wow I didn't realize it when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, but when I was an adult, I realized it and it just did something with me. Yeah. It's nearly like doing, you know, like back in the day, the blackface, you know, putting, putting shades on you that you, I have a friend that's kind of similar. He He's from Greece, but he used to be given, you know, all the villain roles. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> But he could have, he, he wasn't necessarily from Greece. He could have been from Turkey. Any Middle Eastern, they just exactly. put him with it because they're like, okay, they don't know. You know, I don't know what a Bosnian sounds like. I don't know what a Serbian sounds like. Just maybe he sounds Greek. We'll put him in there. And yeah, I think, like, I mean, how, how do you get over that? Sorry? How, how do you overcome that? Or how do you get over that as a kid, you know, when, when you feel those things? I don't think you really do. Um, it's, well, I don't know. I don't think you, you overcome that. But things are changing and we see more productions from, I don't know, Spain. Um, yeah. For example. Um, mm. And it's getting quite popular to have people from all um ethnicities yeah. in productions especially here like in, in in the uk it's it's you know they're really making sure everything's inclusive here yeah you know? yeah that's yeah. that's a huge thing that changed that changed a lot for me yeah to be honest 
Okay. Um, it changed the way it changed the the way I thought much more positive of um, my possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I'm I'm very glad that you know we as artists, you know, are, are collectively getting involved and saying, hey, let's make yeah. things more inclusive, you know. Um, it's so beautiful to watch as as someone who's watching, not just as an actor. Yeah. Actress, whatever. Def definitely. I, I, and it's needed. I mean, London is a place of all, all ethnicities, you know, so you don't need it anymore. It's not like, you know, you're playing World War War in England. You know, in a lot of shows, there's just so much, there's so, and you know, like different cultures are so beautiful. It's so amazing to see, you know, different, different histories. And that's why I said, I, I really like the fact that you did put, you know, Serbian um, culture in your music, because it, I think for a long time, because I know my partner, she's Bulgarian, and she was, she felt like she didn't want to play an Eastern European. Mm. because there's such a bad stigma on it and you know you're yeah. like but but that comes from from the west because there's so much beauty and there's so much history in East, eastern europe and not just in eastern but every everywhere that isn't where we are you know where or what we dictate is is good and what's bad you know and i'm like no you should you know bulgaria has so much history romania has so much history has beautiful, beautiful, um, and the Byzantine Empire has beautiful po poetry, artwork, but we look at yeah. Romania, oh, gypsies robbing phones, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Serbia, you know, we, we think of a lot of horrible things. And, and I know, yeah. you know, there's a lot of horrible things that come out of a lot of different countries, you know? Like, I'm, I, I'm, I have a very close friend who's Bosnian, and, you know, the, he, he taught me a lot about Bosnia and Serbia in, in that war and but it's no different from what we in the west did you know England did a lot of horrible things but we don't have that stigma we get I'm, I'm not English but you know here they get you know the English are the heroes or America are the heroes and all the heroes are in America but all the bad guys come from Eastern Europe and I think it's it's great right now that we're showing you know different people's cultures and different people's um that we're really the same we're, we're very much tribal people that love our our own people and love our history and are very proud and I, it I is hate, yeah i hate to see uh, you know people ashamed of where they're from you know if you're from afghanistan you know amazing it's a beautiful place and what's going on right now is heart-wrenching but that doesn't is. take away from how amazing your 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 place is, is and your culture is and how welcome your people are you know same with russia russia have beautiful artists but you know some people have this oh communism it's a they're all communists but no but they've created all of your acting comes from russia you know stanislavski wasn't there yeah, he'd probably still doing melodrama <laughs> so it's it's you know it's it's hard to separate like we need to sometimes separate the politics from the people because a lot of times the people aren't in control of their own politics we're, we're under an illusion and i'm not trying to get political i don't want to be political in this but what i'm trying to say is every culture has a beauty in it and it's it's i think one of our responsibilities of art is, is to celebrate that culture and to to show that culture 
you know, and to experience that culture in, in, in the sense of if you're not from there, you should experience it. You know, I don't want to go to uh, Serbia and find an Irish bar. I never got that. You know, I want to go to Serbia no, why, and find why a Serbian should bar. You? Why should I know. you? I mean, there's Irish bars everywhere. We're like, you know, we're, we're like insects who just spread. But, Thank God. <laughs> and, and it's beautiful. You know, it's nice to define your own culture because you feel safer. You feel, you know, you fit in. But it's so much, it's it's beautiful finding out how Serbian people dance and how, how Serbian people write and how Serbian people sing. And where does that, you know, music come from? You know, like like you said, a lot of Irish songs are quite uh, melancholy because of 900 years of slavery and, and oppression, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's how our music, our music is usually either, you know, quite sad or quite empowering, you know, because a lot of them were used yeah. in war. And, and when you go to different places, you'll get different music. And, and I think it's beautiful. And it's, it's something that we need to elevate rather than dissipate. That makes sense. It's very well said. Yeah. Very We're humble today, aren't we? So this, this, this one is complete. I'm going to just call this one philosophy with Varvara. <laughs> <laughs> I'd um, love that. I'd love that. And I, I also wanted to ask you, um, uh, I realized that a, f- a few days ago, because um, we live in the modern world, uh, it's exhausting sometimes, but um, I realized through TikTok, for example, and Instagram and stuff, um, I got presented much more different cultures than I was on um TV shows a few years ago. Um, for example, I see creators from from Arabic uh, countries making comedy and being funny, and that's that's a way you see, for example, um, Muslim women, yeah, in a completely different light, where they're relatable and and human beings instead of the narrative they mostly taught on tv and um yeah. in politics and film and you don't have that picture of the yeah the I, stigma. I think the reason why is and this is one of the positive things to come from social media is one of the positive things from social media is it's yours so you exactly. don't have you, you don't have someone story. exactly you don't have someone telling you telling someone else what you are you know you don't have yeah. a, a white man from america that never have been to you know azerbaijan or turkey or um lebanon what you were or syria you know this are oh, the syrians that to do this to make you do this to cut off your hand if you do that and, but then you see women uh, making music and, and they have their own voice and they can show you who they really are. So I think that's a beautiful positive when it comes to TikTok and with, and with social media. And that's why it's such a dangerous thing because it can also be used for a total backflip. You can have people yes. listening to certain people that aren't from there and, and getting all their information from, from that end. So, you know, what I would say is if you want to know about, you know, different culture go to that culture look at their their stories 
look at you know what they're doing how they're speaking how how friendly they are and don't listen to someone don't listen to me i could say anything i could go <laughs> on this podcast and say you know in lebanon if if a woman is caught with a man and they're not married they chop off your head and if i say it with such confidence people are going i have no idea i have absolutely no idea about, about lebanon i don't know any of the laws i've never been there I know a few, I have a few friends from Lebanon, but that's the extent of my knowledge from Lebanon. So don't go to me, come to me with Irish questions, but don't <laughs> come to me with Serbian questions, because even, even in the sense of, again, I'm not trying to get political. Um, I, I just think we're on a, such a philosophical thing. I have a very good friend of mine who's Bosnian and his father was fought in the Bosnian war. So when, when he speaks to me about that time, which was horrible. And I, I, I need to understand and listen to him. He's speaking from that perspective. Now, yeah. if I went to a Serbian, it would be a different perspective. Who's right and who's wrong is irrelevant at this point in time. What, what, what's relevant is I'm getting one information and I'm getting the next from someone else, you know? Yeah. So you're better off listening to other people and, and making up the conclusion from your heart, what you've listened to, what you, you know, you feel is right. And don't listen to people do, that aren't from there or that haven't got. And that's why I think a lot of artists, you know, really get hurt when when someone that isn't hasn't got experience in the arts say, you know, you should get a real job or you should, you know, you shouldn't, oh. do, this, you shouldn't do that. It's like, but you don't understand the time that goes in to making the, this this video, to writing the music, to the to, to the rejection you're feeling. To the self-rejection you're feeling, you're looking in the mirror and you haven't got an audition in two weeks. You're like, what's the point? Or oh, you should give up acting or I should give up singing. I'm not getting anywhere. I can't buy a house. You know, all my friends are doing this. My family think I'm a, a loser. And we have to wake up every day and try and readjust ourselves and go, you know what? I am worth the time. I do have something to contribute. And, and let's go again. Let's fight again. And then you have someone who hasn't got an idea saying, you know, you should get a real job. You know, I think that's where the heart comes from is, is and I, I'm sure it's the same with with people of different cultures. You know, you, you get all of this um, rejection or all of this stereotypes and, uh, by someone that doesn't know, you know, that hasn't that experience. And it's different if someone from Lebanon gave your opinion on Lebanon. But if it's someone from, that doesn't know, you know, it's hurtful. It's hurtful in the arts. It's hurtful in every walk of life. If you're if you're not an expert in that. You know, you shouldn't really make um, such, you know, one hundred percent comments. You know, like it's it's black and white. You know, it's, it's never black yeah. and white. Um, and that's very political. We've gotten very <laughs> political today. Um, I apologize. I'm not here to to sway anyone, you know, politically or spiritually. Um, I just think that for us to understand each other, you need to listen. And you don't have to, you know, once understanding someone isn't agreeing with someone and you can understand someone, yeah, but you have to, sure. you have to stop judging people in order to understand them. Make your, make your judgments after you've, you've, you've listened, you know, not before. Just yeah. look at the leaf. Just look at the leaf. Uh, that's what I should be called. Should I just look at our leaves? Just look at the leaf. Who, uh, right. Let's break it off. Cause we're going to have to let you go. Cause we've been talking for nearly two hours. And it's wow. probably getting late. You probably need to eat. Um, so my, I have two more questions for you. All right. If you could have dinner with someone throughout history, dead or alive, who would it be? 
I hate that question. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're not the first one asking me. I was asked this question before. Um, and I was thinking about it for like one year. Uh, have you come to a conclusion? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to think, you have to answer just anything. Just go right now. Don't even think about it. Who's the, if you could have, you know, anybody throughout history, dead or alive, who would you be? I, I can't tell. Just, just say the first person that comes to your mind. I'd be like, wow, I'd so love to have many. There's person. so many. Like, name one. All you have to do is name one person. It could be alive. It could be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I would say, well, just a second. Um, maybe, maybe Kevin Hart, because he's funny. Be funny. Yeah, I, I'd like to have like maybe a drink with Kevin Hart. You know, that would be fun. I don't think I could have a coffee with him. I think he's too. You know, so, uh, he's too already, much, yeah, he's not, like, yeah. I don't think <laughs> he he's allowed coffee. coffee. He has too much energy as it is. Um, I like that one. That's fair. If you weren't an artist, what else would you think you'd be doing? Singer? <laughs> no, no, no. You're an art. art that's that's a, an art form. If you weren't a singer, an actor, or anything in the arts, what would you do? Like nothing artistic. Like nothing artistic that we could say is an art form. Uh, um, maybe um, someone who writes about food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be I would love job. to eat. So, yeah, um, be, like, if you could actually, like, if that, yeah, yeah, that'd be that would be a good job. You know, you get you go to every a different restaurant every night, and you make a like. You know, did you ever see Ratatouille? That guy that walk. You know. Yeah. But that like, guy you know, be but a bit more positive. not that grumpy yeah yeah <laughs> i think that'd be a great job i think it'd be a great job imagine getting like paid to eat in different diners and dinners i mean there's also there's also a very great job um in japan there's a guy who's making uh tunes for for the metro stations what do you mean like making music for them um jingles for yeah but for that's the an art that's an art form yeah that's an art form yeah i'll take the the restaurant the, the review that's yeah fair. that's fair so i'm gonna let you go soon um thank you so much for coming on and talking with me it was an absolute thank pleasure. you for inviting me thank you for your beautiful questions and the philosophical yeah no we uh, really conversations I, my brain has been stimulated. I need to just dumb it down now by watching crap TV or something. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say, look, I'm I'm very glad. I'm very proud of you as as a friend and as a fellow artist. What you're doing right now is amazing. You've already, you know, brought three songs out during um, a pandemic, and you've also done two short movies. Yeah, or is it? Uh, one. One, one short. You've already yeah. had one out already, and now your one yeah. is getting sent over to. New, uh, New Jersey so I'm very proud of you and I, I will I, I, I do ask please check out Vivara Vivara who um, can you give your Spotify, Spotify and all your details now so people can check you out 
Yeah, it's it's Varvara um, with uh, the first A with an accent. Um, and the songs are Champions. That's the new the song single. is Champions, yeah. uh, but it's Varvara with a V A R V A R A. <laughs> Varvara, uh, you obviously it's going to be spelled in the in the description, but please go and support her right now. I think you're on three K listeners after two days or something like that, which is amazing. By the time this comes out, which might be next week, just because of editing, she's going to probably. I'm guessing. I'm assuming. 10k view, uh, viewers and listeners so we're going to want to make that more so please tell your friends tell everyone have a listen go back and listen to our other music uh with uh scars and her, her what was the other one before scars uh him uh there were a lot of uh songs him for yourself uh how about no one of my favorites and locked in love i hope you guys like it there if you go. don't know them already please listen Please tell your friends and watch out for this girl because she is going to be a big, big uh, sensation soon. So uh, I'm glad that I got you on before you're too busy for me. <laughs> um, well, Ian, thank you. Do you have any, as Miles would say, do you have any sage pieces of advice for anyone that might want to start pursuing, you know, singing or acting? Um, do you have anyone, any advice for any people like that? Yeah, uh, mostly don't listen to other people's opinions or advice. Because advice can be a very crucial negative thing. Mm. Uh, and no one knows you better than you do yourself. Yeah. So um, just do what feels right, what makes you happy um try out things that other people suggest uh but listen to yourself amen i agree with that 100 there's so many talented people on understudy 